What is up? Yo, this week's episode uh, brought to you by Bud Box DC. Uh, Bud Box DC is a subscription box that delivers high-end smoking accessories to your door every month. Uh, they've got everything from uh, some high-end uh, rolling papers and blunts uh, to custom dabbers. Uh, they got storage products uh, so you can store your cannabis safely. Uh, included in, in every first box is the all-new Superleaf, uh, the world's first vegetable blunt wraps. Uh, they got no tobacco, no GMOs, no chemicals, taste, no odor. Uh, they're actually made from lettuce, uh, which is amazing. Uh, I like to have a little salad after I get high. Uh, but you can sign up at BudBoxDC.com. Uh, use promo code SMUGCAST for 10% off your first order. Uh, also, visit at BudBoxDC on Instagram uh, to see some of their industry-leading products. Uh, stop overpaying for your smoking accessories at smoke shops and gas stations and start receiving industry-leading smoking accessories today. Uh, that's BudBoxDC.com. Uh, also, Ranger Nutrition, as always, uh, they are a disabled veteran-owned company, uh, and they do make all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, as I've said many times before, they are founded by a retired Army Ranger that was tired of bad sports nutrition products. Uh, most products don't taste good. Uh, it's not a lie. They give you some real nasty side effects sometimes. Uh, kind of make your face tingle. Uh, these don't do that. Uh, so he, along with a couple of his chemist buddies uh, from Berkeley University, uh, set out to create supplements that not only tasted good, but were healthy for you. And they don't give you all those nasty side effects. And this apparently is the only real good thing lately to come out of Berkeley University. But anyway, uh, they've developed everything from protein, protein powder uh, that you don't need a, a shaker bottle or one of them, you know, it's got one of them little agitators in it, um, to uh, weight loss supplements like Catalyst XT. Uh, it works for about 95% of the people who take it. Uh, Catalyst XT actually has, um, let's see if I can say this right, it has the highest level of a appetite suppressant that you can get without having a prescription in it, but it's all natural. It's amazing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, also, since all these products are all natural, uh, it gives you the option to combine products to get even better results. I was actually just talking about this combo with somebody the other day, uh, but the most popular combo is the Swole Combo. Uh, this is the Catalyst XT, the Nitro NO2, uh, and the uh, pre-workout drink Max Out. Uh, it will give you a, a great pump. It's, you're going to be sore tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. Um, or you, you can actually, to be honest with you, the Max Out gives you a really good pump too. But you throw in that Catalyst and that Nitro, whew, damn, be ready for tomorrow. Uh, but you can head to uh, rangernutrition.com uh, to find out more about all these products. Uh, once you decide to buy, go ahead and use promo code SMUGCAST. Uh, it's going to get you 15% off your order. Uh, but that's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, uh, my easy company. Uh, if you're in the market for a uh, care package to send to uh, somebody you got overseas, or uh, you know, just one of your emergency services people here in the states that you want to, you know, they've done something for you, or you just want to be nice. I don't know, whatever. Um, you can go to my easy company's website and design your own care package. Uh, you can, they've, the website's actually very easy. Um, they've got it set up in like four or five categories and you go into that category and pick whatever the hell you want to put in it. It's very easy or you can select it all. Um, but you can go to their website, myeasycode.com. I'll use promo code SMUGCAST. You're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, also big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, like I've said before, man, they fix everything we fuck up. <laughs> so a uh, big shout out to them. Uh, but that's Repo Records, taking the music back. Um, 
Well, this week we're supposed to have Dead Man in the studio, but I recorded this before they got here, so I don't know if he's coming or not. I assume he's on the show. I hope so. I'm not redoing this intro. So, uh, with that, this is Smug Cash. I'm trying to run to the chopper and you. My GPS is always stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on! Alright, welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. I'm AP. Uh, with me, as always, my co-host, Deadman. What's up? Not much, man. How you been? I've uh, been okay. I'm yeah. happy to be the new uh, co-host. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad we, uh, you know, it's it's a sad day, you know, when we had to fire BJ, but, you know, you, you, a person can only put up with so much bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, when I finally found out or I opened his phone up and found all the nude pictures of my wife on there. I was kind of like, you know what? I was like, I think we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to end this relationship. I mean, that's yeah, that's a step too far. I mean, they get sharing, uh-huh. but then there's you know sharing. You know, I said a couple weeks back. I said, you know, how, how to spice up you know your love life. You know, tie tie your <laughs> wife to the bed and let your buddies have a turn. Like I wasn't serious. Like it was a joke. I think he kind of thought, oh, well, hey, that means it's fair game. Yeah, I think he took it as a more of a suggestion. Yeah, I mean the the thing that that really I was kind of surprised by was his actual ability to tie knots. Um, he had some really cool like rope shit going on. Well, didn't he get molested in the Boy Scouts? I don't know if he was ever a member. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember that story. We we told a lot of stories, but I, yeah. I don't remember if that was one of them. Um, but but anyway, um, so BJ is no longer with us. Uh, Dead Man is the new co-host of Smugcast. Yes, I am. And uh, so, uh, being with that, uh, what'd you bring for us this week? Uh, well, uh, funnily enough, a story about religion. And uh, Hold on. is come in, come in. Who's it? Oh, uh, what's going on? Uh, we, we're doing. We, the show. we started the show. I didn't. I didn't think you were. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't get no memo. We we don't do memos anymore, huh? Like you did the memos, so now none of the cheer gone. We don't do them anymore. I put out a tweet, a tweet. Yeah, did you not uh, see it? No, I hadn't followed you. That's why. Oh well, yeah, I would too. Yeah, after all those pro uh, pro butt slamming tweets you've been sending. Well, I you know I find it to be hilarious. Um, the uh, the most funny, you know, kind of goes back to we we're talking about porn with juice and shame. And how you scroll, and I saw a prolapsed asshole, and I lost my shit, and so I had to start tweeting about it. <laughs> lost your shit, literally or figuratively? Both. Yes, got it. I did. I coughed because I was. I kind of gagged a little bit. I coughed and shit at the same time. Oh god. Ah, uh, welcome to Sunday. Welcome to Monday Fun Day. Monday, Monday Fun Day. Now I got four days. Four days. Four days, and I fucking leave for vacation. That's good to hear, Craig. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I didn't. Pu- I, I didn't put out a fucking. I didn't put out a six month countdown. <laughs> Hashtag Craig. Hashtag Craig. I don't. I don't get. The, I don't get people announcing their their vacations. Like it's like like I'll never be able to afford a vacation. So like I I, don't, I I find it like personally insulting when somebody's like, hey, I'm going to like Canada for like a week to go smoke all the weed they have. You know, fuck you guys. And, and I'm just like, it's gonna take you more than a week. 
<laughs> and that's funny. You always ask, "Hey, what have you been up to?" Ah, oh, just got back from this killer vacation in the Bahamas. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, I just went to work every day. Yeah. Not that we're bitter, but not that we're bitter. We're just fuck I don't. Em. I don't like to go on vacations. <laughs> like, at, like the, the vacation he took. What was it last year? Or two years ago. Two year. We don't go every year. Where he, he called me from the airport and like, yeah, we're still in India. And I'm like, see, that's yeah, why. Our, that's when our flight got delayed. Now last year, I mean, we didn't like we because me and my wife aren't vacation people either right like we would rather you know save the money and like you know get something cool that we can use all year long yeah you know like you know new tv or car or something you know swing yeah sex nah we didn't use it that much um (laughs) it's weird watching your kids swinging it Um, (laughs) but but last year i mean we didn't really go like we kind of went to like holiday world for like we it was like a long weekend you know we went down i think thursday night and stayed and came back sunday but i mean we didn't really go any you know i mean we just went down there but we usually don't we usually only go on vacation like every other year it's it's weird as people complain about the weather in indiana and then as soon as it gets nice everybody leaves everybody goes to the beach yeah it's hot as fuck of course where we go it's it's usually like two years ago when we went like it was like you would get away from like the beach and it was hot as fuck muggy but you like the place where we go there's like three big um like condo buildings um and uh so there's like four pools i think and you'll sit at those pools and you'll kind of go damn i may need a shirt on it's a little chilly <laughs> now, i i moved up here from florida and let me tell you man fuck the beach just fuck the beach man oh man i love the beach a lot of harpooners out there <laughs> You'd be surprised at yeah. how many they are, how many they're really worth. They took a couple shots at me a few years ago. I got away though. Oh good. Yeah, I got a I got a scar under my thigh because <laughs> of it. <laughs> no, but like honestly, it's like wow, God. Like, like I was living in Florida, and I'm not a beach person. I'm not, I'm not an outdoorsy camper guy. You, you take me to an outdoor shooting range, and I'll spend I'll spend all day there. But you take me like, hey, let's go fucking hiking in the middle of the woods. I'm like, I've seen horror movies. <laughs> yeah, let's go on vacation. Let's go on vacation and exercise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no. I've seen horror movies. First of all, you know. Second of all, no. <laughs> vacation, <laughs> vacation means nothing. Like, we're not doing anything. Like yeah. that, to me, that makes me the happiest. Oh yeah. Well, it's like um, when we go. Like uh, we go down with uh, like my parents and like like two years ago, my aunt and uncle went and their nephew, which is the same age as my oldest. Um, and then, um, like this year, my sister and my brother-in-law are going with another friend, couple that's a friend of my dad's family, or, you know, a friend of the family. Um, and um, they want to go play golf every day, every morning. They want to get up. They want to go play golf. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I, my dad has asked me, like, the last two times, we, well, the last time we went, he was like, are you taking your clubs? I was like, no. He's like, well, why not? And I was like. I don't golf here. Why the fuck would I go on vacation? We started golf? a podcast, so we didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we started golfing, and it was like I don't know about this man. Because on Mondays we're waking up, going, "Man, I am hurting. Yeah. My knee hurts from playing." But it's like this year. He asked me. He was like, "He goes, well, it'll be fun. You know, there'll be four of us, and we can go. To the, we'll, go we'll go to those real nice courses." And I was like, "I don't. I don't give a shit if it's a fucking goat ranch." I don't. I I don't care how nice a course is. I'm still gonna shoot the same, and I'm still gonna have the same amount of fun that I have at home. I recommend nobody really golfs to golf. They all go to get day drunk, and they use it as an excuse but that's to hit the thing. on night. They thing. don't. They go to play golf. No, like they, they, oh like, god, there's those kinds. Yeah, of people. no, like being in the same way. We didn't get messed up when no. we played. We were of course, tra- it was Sunday mornings though too, and 
that would have been a rough afternoon. We play yeah. one. We play once a year, and that's the golf outing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. I look, ex- I look forward to that every year. I, I thought about. Like, I thought about going and playing a couple times this year, but I just want to go. I want to go to um, out there to the uh, what the new place hitting range or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, top, uh, golf. top golf. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to. I was supposed to go sometime before the vacation, but I don't know. Buddy never called. There's somebody just gripping and ripping on a driver. They said it's a blast. I mean, he doesn't even. My, the buddy that I was going to go with doesn't even golf, and he was like, "Fuck, it was a blast, dude." I'm. I'm not, like. I'm. Like for me and BJ, because we're taller, like it sucks to find any kind of standardized club. Yeah. Like I went golfing one time, one time, and I didn't even day drink because I don't drink before nine p.m. And um, yeah, I know. I'll I'll, I'll explain. Is that, that kind of like Ramadan? No, oh. no. Um, but I went golfing one time, and they handed me a, a standard set of clubs. By the end of the day, like my my hand was just torn up, like it was blisters upon blisters. And like I was just like I'm never doing this again, right? And so like, I hit I hit back and I give my my friend back his clubs and uh, I guess one of his friends was a more professional kind of guy and he goes, "What were we doing playing with those?" And I'm like, well, "I was playing fucking golf. What, what else would I be doing with them?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, dude, you need a you need the long one. You need a custom <laughs> set. Yeah. You're too tall for that." Yeah. I used to play about a hundred times a year actually. Before I, used, I, before I had shoulder and wrist surgery, I just like I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I I got on a me and DB got on a kick. Uh, there one year back shit before I don't, I don't even know if I was even married, and um, where we were where we were playing uh, three to four times a week, either going to um, you know playing eighteen at a big course or going to the range or going to like a little par three just to work on chipping and stuff. But yeah, I man, it was like three or four times a week, and my fucking score did not in- improve at all. <laughs> I know you wrote up. You guys wrote up once in my apartment about <laughs> yeah, the golf did. courses. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you think the drink is the bathroom? Because we'd, we'd played ball a few times. <laughs> hey, pull that mic up. You keep popping it somehow. All right. Hold we'll on. go up. Oh, a little bit better? Yeah. You were talking oh, you, about the top Did I keep popping it? Yeah. Yeah, my bad. They, um, uh, I, was, I saw the story and it made me, made, me, um, made me laugh because I couldn't believe that it was actually true. It was out in um, Muscles tested positive for trace amounts of oxycodone off the coast of Seattle. Experts say it shows a lot of people are taking the drug. Muscles which stroll in water to feed on tiny sea creatures likely weren't harmed, but the drug is entering the ocean because it's extra, extra what's a, whatever by humans can't be completely removed during water treatment. Opioids kill 115 people in the U.S. every day. So they're found in muscles. So they're... So the wastewater yeah. that they're bringing in, they're just pumping that shit out into the ocean. No, it's yeah. going through the water treatment plant, but it's not. Oh, it's, then it's, it's not clean. It's not cleaning it up enough before it sends it out into fresh water. That's uh, kind of why. That's kind of why you overdose on an opioid. It never really fully leaves your system. Like it doesn't get filtered out as much. Hmm. But yeah, I, I read that too, and I was just like, imagine the first time you go to a Chinese restaurant. Like, just grab a clam, munch on it, and you're just sitting there stoned out of your mind for the next, like, half hour. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, just imagine, like, you would be you would be so fucking confused, because you'd be like, mm, oh. Oh, this place is all warm and fuzzy. It's fucking lights. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna eat Chinese food for the rest of my life. And you, and you sit there and eat, like, nine plates, and the lady's like, you've been here too long. No more. <laughs> You've been here too long, but you've only eaten two, two fucking two muscles. Yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah. I just, it just goes to show you that is Seattle. I don't know what they they're. I know their their stereotype of being like laid back and kind of hipsters and weed and stuff like that. But I mean, it just goes to show you how bad the. Uh, well, my only question about that was is 
opioids are found in heroin, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, like, that's why. Well, not opioids are heroin. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is so. Like it can't just because of pills either. I mean, oh no, that's what I was saying. No, I mean, yeah. No. Well, I mean, I, of course, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how uh, popular heroin is in Seattle anymore. I know it used to be real popular. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess it could be. Well, I, I know, I know, Seattle's um, drug addiction problem has gone down. So I don't know if this is like just they're, maybe they're disposing of the pills. Yeah, I mean, you know? because you, I mean, they say that like all of our drinking water has some in it because of people flushing unusual ones down the toilet, yeah. which is fucking blasphemy. <laughs> and you hear that, folks? If you have any unused <laughs> opioids, we're going to set up a PO box so you can send them to AP. He'll, he'll, put, he'll put them to good use. <laughs> Fuck that, man. <laughs> that shit's crazy. Right, give me some weed. You know, of course, that's another thing too. You know, in all this, all these states that have legalized weed, hmm. all their opioid dependency and overdose deaths have went down yeah by like 25 or 30 percent um in colorado it dropped by 40 percent the first year and it's continued to drop yeah uh which one well, there's, no need, there's no need for them. we don't we don't need to fix anything we just just prolong the problems yeah yeah vegas uh, uh goddamn nevada thank you <laughs> where vegas is yeah uh, they they legalized it what two years ago well, they legalized medicinal um, like a while back, but they did uh, recreational at the end of last year. Okay, I know. I know they have their reported numbers. I think was like a, a, a decrease of sixteen percent. Yeah, but I mean, like in a city like that, like sixteen percent is a, lot, a big man. yeah. Because you big know, you know, people are going there and doing some fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and but we just it's funny is because we're like we're we're gonna fix the problem. And then they're like, well, if you try to fix the problem, we're going to pull billions of dollars, millions of dollars from your campaign contributions. Well, we need to slow down on how yeah. we need more market re- more research before we do this. Oh, was, are you talking about that jackass representative from Indiana? Uh, there was one in there was one in I think Massachusetts, and then there was one I think here maybe too. I don't remember which one it was, uh, but somebody handed this guy like a four hundred page report on like from from places like israel uh seattle call like a fucking report this thick right mm-hmm. and at the very end of it literally one of the last sentences in the fucking report was further research needs to be conducted so the dude flipped through it flipped through it flipped through it saw that slammed it on the fucking table and said nope can't legalize it can't do shit says right there in the report there's more research needs to be done <laughs> i'm like you, okay hold on you just ignored like 491 yeah. pages just for that one fucking sentence that's like when we're studying for school we're trying to read through the to the to the important parts and skip the rest yeah, of exactly. it exactly <laughs> no i mean it's you know and i don't want to get on it but you know i mean that, that is the biggest problem is yeah we do we do need more research to convince you know these people that don't believe it these old heads you call them yeah old heads to convince them you know, had given them 100% proof that, like, all this shit that they're saying is actually true. But we can't do that. Well, I think what they're... Because it's Schedule 1. My my theory is, I think what they're going to end up doing is waiting to see how they can make money off of it. Because you oh, know yeah. how they can invest in it and, and do that. And then all of a sudden, man, well, I think you'll see certain things are being legalized a little bit faster. And then they're going to get even richer. Well, what's going to happen is there's going to be a pharmaceutical company say... Hey, we can take this whole. We can take the whole plant, right? And we can make a pill that is 
100% whole plant and has all the benefits, has everything. It is 100% THC, CBD, CBDA, you know, all the shit. Right. And uh, they're like, we can sell this. And they're going to go, all right, let's legalize it for them. Well, I think the biggest issue is like we talked about it a while ago. People owning private farms. They're all private farms. No corporation owns a fucking farm. Yeah. So I think the second one of these guys sells a farm to like Philip Morris or Murphy USA, like I, I think that's that's going to be the, the, the tipping domino. Yeah. I think the first time they can go, hey, we can corporatize this. Well, but I think I think they already know that they can that they can you know I mean we, we've done it with tobacco you know I mean it's like I, they they know that there's a shitload of money that can mm. be made from it, but I I honestly think that there are so many fucking old people in there with the old way of thinking that yeah. it's completely bad and you're never going to ch- once you reach a certain age you're never changing your mind and it's it's going to take getting those guys out of office yeah. to which i think will be happen, make, hap- it'll be, it's going to be happening soon though i, th- I, th- I, I think, mean, I think uh, it will I, 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 I think uh i think the, the the biggest argument and nobody's presented it or somebody's trying to present it right now i don't remember specifically but the uh, uh marijuana has officially pushed crohn's disease into complete remission yeah holy fuck mm-hmm. like that was mind-blowing when i was reading like that report the idea that these people have gone months and months and months oh, and yeah. months and it's gonna do complete remission i'm like i'm like somebody needs to present that to them like crohn's disease has been one of the most untreatable diseases to ever come out of anything ever yeah like there is no treatment for it yeah they pretty much just pump you full of pain meds and if you're lucky yeah because even then you can't process them right because of the fucking disease yeah yeah, I mean that's. I mean the. Uh, I mean anybody who follows our page or follows me on social media knows about Colton's crew, mm. which is a kid that's had to move from Illinois to Colorado because he had Crohn's, and now I mean it's his has been in remission for fuck like probably four or five years now. I want to yeah. say yeah, and it's it and it they always say it's a one off case like okay sure it is yeah. and it's just sad and yeah. I mean it's really sad, but it's you know. I mean, it's it, it's like with the I mean the CBD you know it's it 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 definitely has benefits you know and I I think that a lot of it you know it's like you know with the CBD and, and you know and fucking cannabis too you know it helps with the information you know all that well, all that is linked yeah. to everything uh-huh. you know when fucking swelling occurs you have pain you know unless you've got like fibromyalgia or something but or a boner pl- yeah or boner the whole plant cannabis uh, will help with fibromyalgia. Yeah. Because it affects the nerves, and that's also been proven. And you yeah. know, we barely have we barely have a couple of studies on that one. Yeah, but the Crohn's disease one has been going since they legalized it, yeah. and I'm just like, this is it. This this should be it. This literally should be it. Like this is the linchpin. Like you can base all of this off of that, but they won't budge. Yeah. Now, I mean, I remember back when Colorado first went wreck, and. Um, all the politicians were saying, well, I think within five years it'll be legalized. Well, that was like fucking four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're not any closer now. No, no. Well, our president was supposed to. That was part of his yeah, campaign. Yeah, that was his whole thing. Of course, he did. Uh, he's got to smoke weed having hair like that, though. He says he's never drank and never did drugs. Yeah, he, that's he his claims fucking, it. I think he that's his problem. That, yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, just 
fucks porn stars. Yeah. But uh, speaking of shitty... Pussy is a drug. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Speaking of shitty bosses... So I saw this, and this makes me think of what we talked about with Shane about, like, or uh, Juice about bosses and stuff. Dealership boss created misery at workplace with flatulence, nipple-pinching lawsuit claims. So what he would do is, if you you know, when you go in the car dealership, they got those fucking little small offices. I mm-hmm. guess he would go in there and fart and make them stay in there for so long. <laughs> that guy is having a good time. A Texas car salesman claims in the lawsuit that he had to endure intentional flatulence and pinch nipples for over a year from his former boss. Brett Bland filed a, bl- a lawsuit against Jeremy Pratt, no relation to to Chris, and the de- they, <laughs> they didn't say that anyway. Just, no, <laughs> just nerding. The dealership parent company uh, CT Motors Incorporated, which operates AutoNation Acura Golf Freeway in League City, Houston. Like that is way too long of a name. <laughs> AutoNation Acura Golf Freeway down here on Highway Three. We got all your Acura specials. Um, accused Pratt of inappropriate inappropriate behavior in the workplace and making vulgar and rude comments towards him as well as creating a sexually hostile environment at work and online the station reported all right here's <laughs> here's the part that had me dying laughing pratt reinforced dominance over his subordinates by regularly entering their enclosed offices intentionally passing gas and then laughing as they were forced to breathe the soiled air <laughs> the soiled air that's awesome though that the <laughs> So he went into the man. He's a bro. But here's the thing is, he went in to talk to the lawyer, and they're like, yeah, he just keeps dropping ass in the, in the office. It's <laughs> awful. He's like, no, no, he's making you breathe soiled air. Soiled, soiled air. air. It, it, yeah. uh, it's like the Seinfeld with the lawyer, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I think we got a case. <laughs> I think we got a case. What the fuck? That that's an awesome metal band name, though. <laughs> soiled air. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to go see him to soiled air. Oh, Pratt was, fi- Pratt was fired from the dealership after he passed a flyer out at work suggesting that Bland was a sexual offender. <laughs> oh, wow. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Bland also accused the dealership of retaliating against him because of Pratt's firing. Bland claimed that he was told he'd be fired if he failed to sell a certain amount of cars and, and that Pratt was allowed to hang out around the facility even after he was fired. Wow. Well, they really love that dude. Hey, he's related or fucking someone. He get, well, a lot of a lot of auto dealerships is a lot of its family. Yeah, um, a lot of them around here are. He, he's been known to get shit done though. Oh, oh, that joke. The, I just remember some of the uh, worst cases I've had with bosses before, and then I told the story to you the other day where I just snapped, and then the next day I got an audit at work because I, oh, I yeah, I asked him if he had. A, I was like, "Do you have a Napoleon complex? Is it because I'm you know what?" It, and then you know he was just. Like um, little people in power scare me. Well, you got that little per- little little person syndrome, little um, man syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever just walked out same day of a job or something? Uh, you, I've I've rarely been fired. Uh, like most, shockingly, ninety nine percent of the time I quit. Um, is that quit before you they've got the chance to fire you? No. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, no. Like speaking of shitty bosses. Okay, so I was working in a call center, and uh, I've been in this call center for like three, four years. The problem with it is that I was second gen. Like they trained one class to train the next class. I was the next class, so they taught us all the fucking loopholes, all the rules that we could break, all the ways we could break them, and that nothing would occur to us. Like nothing would happen to us. Like we could fuck around for eight solid hours because of all the information they gave us. Right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> fast forward a couple of years and, um, 
I had this, uh, I had this boss, uh, I'm not going to mention her name, but she was, she was hot, like really hot. And, uh, she came up to me and my, my best friend, uh, Lofus, and, uh, we were <laughs> <laughs> like, I always think our names are fucked up and he's like, he just dropped a loaf of bread. Yeah. Lofus. No, Lofus. Well, uh, he's, uh, he's half German and his, the, like the weird way of pronouncing Christopher in, in German is Christolophilus. Or some crazy shit like that. So his best friend at the time heard Lofus out of like the entire like the whole crowd <laughs> thing. He just heard Lofus and like that's forever been his name, right? Oh, I got you. So uh, <laughs> she comes up to me and Lofus and we're fucking around like the entire time. She can't touch us. We know the rules. And this has been generations after our training class, so we already fucking know the rules. These new cats don't, so we're just sitting around. We're drawing, we're drawing pictures. We're like texting. We're reading books and shit. And the whole time, she's trying to flirt with us, right? And she's trying to flirt with us to get us to get our our our, uh, our productivity and whatever, whatever. And we're just like, nope, right? Like and then the flirting fails. So she tries to hammer down on us. She starts sending us like uh, like performance memos, like two, three, four a day. Like, oh, you didn't talk to this customer this way. Oh, you didn't do this in this way. Oh, you didn't do this in this way. But we know the rules and we don't have to sign shit. And if we don't sign shit, it doesn't go in our permanent record. So we would just send it back to her. <laughs> we would just fucking send it back to her, right? And she's, yeah. she's all sorts of fucking flustered. And like she can't fucking fuck with us. And at one point in time, it gets so bad, right, that she's literally just storming around her fucking little cubicle at the end of the aisle with me and Lofus. We just got our books out. We're reading. And she's storming around. She's trying to figure out how to fuck with us or how to get us to do what she wants to do. And finally, she comes up and she goes, you know what? If you guys are just going to sit here and read, just fucking leave. <laughs> cool <laughs> we get up we fuck off like, we were only like three hours into our shift we fucked off we went we got dinner we went out we got drunk and everything right so we get called in by the main boss of the call center the next day and she goes what the fuck happened <laughs> and we're like she told us to go home and we, she was like well you know that counts as an absence on your record and we're just like no it doesn't she sent us home yeah technically that's paid time off <laughs> <laughs> So she she loses her fucking job, or she no she quits like about it like about six months later because they had to move her because she couldn't deal with us. Oh Jesus! There's a shock. <laughs> I actually want to like send her a message and say I understand how you feel. Uh huh. Oh yeah. God. There's a there's a there's a second story to that, but you know <laughs> we had a, I worked at a warehouse like when I first graduated from uh, high school with my um, one of my friends, and then we had a forklift and we would put a basketball goal on it. Right? Oh, yeah. So during breaks and lunch, you know, we would play basketball or whatever. And me and him both played. We're really good at basketball. And then they'd have like four on two. And then so sometimes the games got close. So once, <laughs> one time they made a shot to put them up by one. Um, and my boss goes, the warehouse boss goes, all right, break's over. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, we still got five minutes. I like, nope. By the, he, he ended break because he wanted to beat us. Oh, Jesus. So That's funny. we got really hot and started saying stuff to him. And he's staying on the other side of me at the warehouse. And I was, and he goes, I was like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, you're just mad because you got beat by us. I said, you're just mad because you're a failure. <laughs> he cocked his hand back like he wanted to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> shocker there that someone wanted to punch me <laughs> yeah yeah but he was just it was um and it, i just could never believe it and we always got that warehouse is one of the funniest things and our boss one time 
he was uh like we were moving some and he farted and then he like shook his leg <laughs> and then he's like uh, uh, he was real proper real proper guy he was the owner of the company he's like um yeah. excuse me i'm sorry and i was like I was like, that's the most polite fart I've ever heard. <laughs> but it, it was, I've had horror stories about other bosses. Like I've seen bosses just like, back in the day, you just have people yell and scream at you. Yeah. And then now it's like that. And now I used to think, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. People were supposed to like make you feel inferior so you'd be better. And I'm like, that's the whole wrong process altogether. Yeah. I only ha- I've only had, I've only had one boss really that uh, would get loud and get, you know, pissed off. And, um, uh, we're still friends to this day. <laughs> we talk, you know, a couple, at least once or twice a week. I, it's funny that people just like. I always like it when I've trained a lot of people, not at other places I worked. So I was always a trainer. I trained people, and then they would get their own place to management. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for it. Like a month into it, <laughs> they'll lose a couple people. And they're like, I don't know why people are quitting. I was like, because you just got power and you're being a dick. Yeah, being a fucking yeah. asshole about it. Because the first time someone gets power is, is like, no matter what it is, like you give it to your kids or you give it to somebody else, they, people with power like should not have power because they'll just freak out about it. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought I'd make a good boss. I But I, I think my problem would probably be productivity. Like, ah, fuck it. It'd be all right. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I owned my own business for a while, like uh, repairing computers and cell phones and stuff like that. And productivity for, for me was never an issue. It was, uh, I like since I worked in retail and I know what a shitty boss is, like I was partners with my friend. And I was like, I never want to be a shitty boss to him. You know what I mean? So like, he got away with fucking murder with me. Yeah. So I was just like... I can't, I can't do it. I can't, you mean like you, I tried one day and like we had we had like this all out blowout like screaming match right and like even after that like me and him were just like I'm sorry I'm sorry too yeah I, I ran I ran a location uh, back when I first started with the company I'm at and um, well we ended up hiring DB and um, me and him we fucked off so much because i mean you were pretty much just hanging out with your buddy all day and when it would come to those times where you know he needed to do something i would say well hey i need you to go do this and he'd go well i'm not doing it you're not doing it (laughs) like well it doesn't work like that it's like i I, i'm i was told to have you do this right and i could because i have to go do this and he's like well i'll just wait till you get back i was like fuck okay (laughs) <laughs> no, and that's always a bad situation. Like starting your like you know like starting your own business would be great, but like I don't like I just to the point where like don't want to manage people sometimes. Like because it's it, yeah, I mean because you you think about it like how, it's hard enough to manage ourselves. Yeah, you know, and then and it's all it's always funny is because they say like if your life's a wreck, your your work life's gonna be a wreck, and I agree with that a hundred percent. I don't. I agree with that. I've it's it's a proven time and time again. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I could say, yeah. I mean, because if you're a mess, there's no way that you're going to be able to run. If you're a sloppy, messy person, you're going to be sloppy, messy at work. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm weird. I'm so. like, I'm like a half and half. I'm like really, really of organized. Of course, you are, Joe Cav. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm like really, really organized. Like you guys, have, you guys have seen my my show right on on uh, on Twitch. You have a show. I have a show. Oh, did you know that? Yeah. Okay, I'm kidding. Um, of course, I've seen your show, <laughs> uh, but you know, like my my big wall behind me, like that's all organized, like weirdly organized. You know, I've been in your house, right? Yes, I I, I actually said complimented you on that how organized yes. it was. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what's really funny is that the people listening haven't. 
Oh, they have it. <laughs> well, they may have seen your show. Yeah, uh, maybe like one of them. Well, I thought by me saying I've been there, maybe more people would watch it. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just because I held you hostage that one time, uh, but no, like I'm weird because like I got part of my room is really organized, which is my wall. Then you look at my fucking desk, and my desk is just like. Like what? I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, yeah. like this. This all has a purpose. Yeah. And well, I, I mean, will find it one day. To my three of my closest friends, AP, um, Joe Cav, um, not this AP. No, the, yeah, this AP. Oh, okay. And then um, Moy, like they're three of the most smart, talented people I've ever been around. But they're they're a little disorganized. Oh yeah. Like Moy's desk used to look like like the Viet Cong. <laughs> and then Cav one time we had to pick a floorboard of food out of his his car. Oh yeah. And then his store was always his store. He had issues with being clean at his store and then um in the same way with like uh certain things like the old studio or whatever. I walk in there and like there'd be things like placed everywhere and I just yeah. like what the fuck happened? <laughs> but, Life happened this week. But but they were able to but if you asked like if you'd asked Asian be like, Hey, where's this blah 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 and he'd be like, Oh, it's right here. He knew where it was. Yeah, it's like my garage. <clears throat> yeah. I just I mean I like I don't know, I like everything just like plain and simple and basic. He, just, he called me he called me one time. <clears throat> And he was like, uh, he's like, man, he's like, I'm gonna run over to your house and get, uh, get the drill and get the, uh, the impact. And I was like, okay. He's like, where's that, where's that piece? And I was like, well, it's like, it's in, it should be in the bag. And he's like, okay. So he goes, you know, some time goes by. <laughs> he calls me. He's like, man, he's like, that piece ain't in here. And I was like, it's not. I said, well, is it in the drawer? Because I have, you know, I have a big toolbox. Right. And uh, he was like, no, nah, no, it's not in there either. And I was like, actually, I tell you what, I got know where it's at. I said, there's a big, giant um, <laughs> bowl, bowl, <laughs> a uh, setting over by the uh, the deep freeze. I said, look in there. And it's, we put that in. We mean you put the bowl in the stuff yeah. in there. And so he goes over and looks, and sure enough, that's where it's at. <laughs> you, you know, you know, it gets bad when you when you have to use two adjectives to describe something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a location. Yeah, <laughs> but do you something about though? If you put me, we put me and AP came together with our different things, and it worked perfectly. Same way with Asian, and then and then Joe Cav, like those, you know those three like they were opposite of what I was. We came mm-hmm. together, and then our strengths and weaknesses it just all seemed to work out. Like yeah, like like I don't know. I'm I'm weird because like I'm weirdly organized, but at the same time I'm fucking not. You know, like uh, when I was working at your company, um, my back room was amazing. It was spectacular. Like I had it organized. But then you go to my fucking tool bench, <laughs> and my tool bench was like, ah, fuck. There's, yeah. there's a what do you what did what did you need drill bit right? Give me like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like when you ask somebody like, "Hey, I need blah blah blah," and they're like, and you just see the look in her face, like, "I have no idea where it is." <laughs> I know that's what I'm supposed to do, and that's my like my title, but I I don't know, dude. I'll walk around my house and like need like a screwdriver, <laughs> and I have I have two of those uh, cobalt uh, gray and blue screwdrivers that like ratchet, yeah, yeah. and you yeah. can hold on to them, you know, and. Uh, I lose them all the time because I'll use them and be like, well, I'm going to put it right here. That way I remember it next time. Well, then the next time I need it, I totally fucking forget. So then I'll start looking and I'll find one and be like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. That's where it's at. Well, shit, this ain't the one I needed. It has, the other one has all the bits in it. So then I'll have to find <laughs> another screwdriver finally to get it done. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I forgot I put that here. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's and because as we get older, we start... Um, uh, 
collecting a lot of things. And tape measures. Tape measures. Never. Oh, I never find tape measure. Never I, can find one. I, pr- I probably own 15 tape measures, and I couldn't tell you where a single one of them are right now. Because how often do you use a tape measure? <laughs> I, well, not very often, but every time I do a project, like I'm building something, I always have to buy a new uh, a new tape measure because oh. I, I'm because uh, I get to the like you know Home Depot or somewhere, and I'm like, <laughs> shit, where's that fucking tape measure at? I'll just get another one. And that's the whole point. It's because and and I am that I have that mentality. I'm like, well, we could spend f- two hours looking for something, or I can spend 25 minutes going to rebuy it, and then I have a backup. And I because when you have kids and other people, your stuff does not stay organized whatsoever. No, because they they were, they run they run roughshod over everything. My kid's room is a fucking disaster. It's so weird because like my oldest, like when she was younger. Like sh- shit could not be out of place. Like I mean, if she she would we could be walking through like a parking lot, yeah. and somebody there'd be a piece of trash on the ground, and she'd go pick it up, and would just lose her shit because there was shit on the ground. Now, fuck no, her room is a disaster. Area. That's the influence of the other sister, you think? Mm. No, because her room's clean, huh? But she also always plays in the other one's room, so that's smart. That's smart. There you go. Fuck up the fuck up the neighbor's oh, yeah, yard, not yours. Exactly. Their playroom is, is, I don't know how many times I hear my wife say, you've got to clean this playroom up today. And they just go, okay. And then it never happens. <laughs> I like when I walk in there and you, you look in there and you're like, oh my God. And they look at you like, yeah. <laughs> and like stuff is a mess. And yeah. like, do you want to come join this? Dude, I came home the other night um, and our babysitter, uh, latter part of the week, uh, was having to come. She was coming to our house because their air went out. And so they were, she was bringing her two kids, which are, which, uh, her oldest is like two months younger than my oldest. Um, and then she has another one that just turned two, I believe. Um, but so they were coming to my house. Well, so I get home, you know, they're getting ready to leave and I walk into the playroom and we have like on the one wall, we have like this real big, nice, um, I don't know what you call it. What do you call that thing? That white thing? The shelving unit it's a, deal? It's basically like a built-in bookshelf. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, But it's got doors on the bottom. And so I walk in, and I just so happened to catch my oldest one uh, peeking her head out of one of the doors. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, hiding. And I was like, get out of there. Well, about that time, one of the other doors opens up, and there's my youngest. <laughs> I was like, you cannot be in here. You're going to tear these doors up. And not to mention, let's just say that they're really being dicks, and you're like, "Where, where, 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 where are they? Where are they?" And they they don't say anything the oh, whole yeah. time. Like when we're younger, when we go to the uh, department stores, we hide in the little rings in the store. Oh yeah, yeah. Clothes, and I still do that. <laughs> My wife hates it. I did, but I knocked over three aisles. Uh, I, I did. Uh, then I stopped when I was a little bit older because I went into one. And it was just this huge fucking nest of spiders that my oh. I, went, I went face first into it. Oh. So like I, I ran like screaming out. Like I was like, never doing that again. Yeah, I can't do that. You ever get lost in the department store as a kid on accident and didn't do it on purpose? No, I don't, I don't think so. There was one time I couldn't find my family and I like I was like five or six and flipped out. Oh no, because they were walking down the aisle and I was just do 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 do. You know, like where did I go? Where did I go? And I couldn't find no. them. No, much to my family's chagrin, I always found them. I think they were trying to leave me there because I was the one that ate a lot. Dude, when I was <clears throat> when I was growing up, um, like uh, you know, Friday nights we'd go out to eat. Uh, and we would like my dad's best friend, like his, you know, him and his family would come too. And uh, 
It never failed. You know, of course, we're going out to eat in Bedford. You know, it's not like we're, you know, getting all fancied up and going out to eat. You did know? you go to Ponderosa? No. They didn't have Ponderosa in Bedford. We did. No. And, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what it is. So yeah. Okay. And, uh, so, anyways, after we were done, they'd always go to like Walmart or Kmart when Kmart was there, you know, just like walk around and pick up shit, you know, small yeah. shit they needed. And, uh, my dad and his buddy would walk around and scream at the top of their lungs. Hey, Empire, get down! And just scream and just like embarrass the holy shit out of me. It was like, you motherfuckers need a hobby. So here's how much of a hillbilly we are, me and AP. So we would go eat at like Ponderosa, which was like a, a serving stockade, a buffet yeah. place. Oh, I know what Ponderosa is. We just and didn't then, have one. And then we would leave and do and go to the department store. <laughs> and we would walk around as yeah. a family because there'd be like uh, me, Craig, and then the cousins and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh yeah, that's what you do in Southern Indiana. Okay. Until I got my license, then it was, then it was a whole different world. Oh, I but, you know, I mean, that's a 13, 14 year old kid, you know. Because we would go buy, we would be, it would be like on Saturday night or whatever. We do ours on Saturday night, and then we would go buy a toy. That would be our thing. We go buy oh, a toy yeah. and stuff over there. Yeah, no, we we didn't do that. Hmm. So are, you, are we going to talk about the preacher thing? I really want to. Oh, I, I really want to get your guys' opinions on we this. Can't. Let, me, I, let me see if I can. F- pull it up and find it you can guys can keep talking if you want <laughs> so what they're looking up is the preacher who said god needed him to have a 37 million dollar 54 million 54 million dollar private jet actually you know what before we get to that i i have finally seen ap's crooked ass toe that's the second time that's been brought <laughs> i have finally oh, yeah, seen it see that shit? We, we, we joked about it the first episode i was on and I finally see it, and I, like the whole time I've been, I've been just thinking like, you must fuck up bowling shoes. I uh, no, not really. The my biggest problem is um, like tight shoes. Like I can only wear like certain kinds of shoes, right. and if like uh, like the Etonics we bought, um, the ones that you that BJ got were like a leather yeah. outside. Well, I can't wear those no. because it doesn't stretch enough, quick enough. Like I, I mean, I can wear those shoes, right? But like, I have to douse like the inside of it in alcohol, and then like wear them for a couple of weeks. And Boy, it, alcohol, it just—I don't know. For some reason it breaks down the inside. Huh. And it allows your shit to push out. Somebody told me that one time, so I started doing it. And it worked. Um, but uh, so, but I have to wear them for a while before you know it'll stop hurting. And then, like, I can only walk in them. I can't like sit down like this. It would start pressing in and just kill my foot. So I have to buy like ones that have like soft outsides. It's fucking sucks. Like when I after I did it, I had to throw away probably six hundred dollars in shoes because I couldn't wear them anymore. Now here it is. Okay, so uh, Jesse Duplantis. Uh, I'm guessing that's his last name. Leader of Jesse Duplantis Ministries and the owner of three other private jets is asking his followers to chip in so his ministry can purchase a brand new Dassault Falcon 7X, which runs about $54 million. Before taxes. Yeah. And licensing and all that other stuff. So, uh see uh, uh in a video recently published on his website the planet says that the planes get him closer to the lord uh both literally and figuratively uh and he had a divine conversation in which jesus asked for the new aircraft by name yeah. uh it was uh in quote here uh it was it was one of the greatest statements the lord ever told me he said uh, jesse do you want to come up w- uh, come up where i'm at 
Uh, the minister says, I want you to bleed me. F- I want you to bleed me for a Falcon 7X. Yeah, who, who knew fucking Jeebus Christ was an aviationary? Yeah. A fanatic, huh? Uh, see, DePlantis goes on to tell his followers that jets, uh, especially nice ones with good fuel efficiency, allow him and his ministries to reach more people around the world. Well, he cares about, the, you know, the environment. And Oh, and no, it wouldn't technically be his. It would be the ministries. No, he, he doesn't care about the environment. This just has a better fuel uh, economy. Like, it, it just makes, it makes, he doesn't have to stop. <laughs> like, you that's read what it is. Yeah, read that one. <laughs> I really believe that if Jesus was physically on earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey, he added, with a chuckle. Yeah, no, and the worst part, he follows that up with, think about that for a minute. It's, so he already owns himself three, three other jets. Yes. Then why not donate one to the ministry? Because, you know, we all know you can't fly three at one fucking time. Well, I just pulled up something that's going to make you even chuckle even more. Uh, the top 15 richest and most successful pastors in the world. We promise yep. that number one will shock you. This is from October 2017. The funny, the very first line, the business of religion for some can be very profitable possession professions to enter. I'm gonna start at the bottom. That way, number one. <laughs> no way, number one will shock you a little bit more. How much? Uh, Louis Farrakhan, number fifteen, net, net worth three million. Yep. Uh, Bishop Noel Jones, net worth five million. All tax free. Uh, Paula White, net worth five million. Uh, Reverend Joe Hay, net worth five million. Hi. Uh, Juanita Bynum, uh, ten million dollar net worth. So you want to Bynum? Joyce Meyer, net worth twenty five million. Rick Warren, net worth twenty five million. Man, that piece of shit. Billy yeah. Graham, who since passed away, was had a net worth of twenty five million, and he liked to have sex with hookers. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, Creflo Dollar, really, his name is C R E F L O Dollar. Flo Dollar, net worth twenty seven million. Oh yeah, that is guy. He, is he is he one of those guys that was on the uh, that show that TV show? About pastors, like in California. Yeah, I think that's actually one of them. Yeah, uh, Joe Olstein, our favorite. Um, stay out of my church, be, just because you're flooding and dying. Worth forty million. He's not the top. No. no. Oh, Benny shit. Hinn. Benny Hinn, net worth forty-two million. He's an Israel televangelist. Benny yeah, Hinn's best known for is. his regular Miracle Crusades. Um, number four, the Antichrist himself, Pat Robertson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Dude, I woke up one night and saw it was on TV. I fucking freaked out. <laughs> he was like, oh, no, no. He just left the Lord inside of you. Uh, Pat Robertson's worth. <laughs> Finally come for me. Damn it. $100 million. Yep. David Oladepo uh, is a Nigerian pastor who has a net worth. Oladipo? He yeah. must be the one sending those emails. He needs money. Yeah, yeah that's him, actually. <laughs> Bishop T. Day Jakes. Uh, uh, lives in a 1.7 million mansion. He has been called America's best preacher and has been featured on the cover of Time Magazine. Yep, he's a writer, preacher, and fucking of course movie producer. Thomas Dexter TD, TD Jake Senior is the bishop, chief pastor of the Potter's House, a non-denominational. Ma- See, that's what you do with thirty thousand people in Texas. You don't have non-denomination because that means you get more donations. Yep. Damn, I sound good right there, right? But yeah. Shit, we got to get you. We got to get you a, a, a blue suit with a red tie and a Bible. You're good. Number one, Kenneth Copeland. Yep. 
net worth $760 million. Jesus. Number two is $150 million. Number one was $760 million. Uh, Kenneth Copeland is very close to being a billionaire, even though he already claims he's a billion-dollar status. He runs Kenneth Copeland Ministries. His ministry's 1,500-acre campus is a half-hour drive from Fort Worth. You know, a lot of these people are in Texas. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying. No wonder well, you no wonder I became a fucking atheist. And a hangar for ministry, seventeen point yeah, five million dollar jet and other aircraft at six million church owned lakefront mansion. Yeah, that's him right there. Religion the sooner you realize religion is the business, the better off you are. Let's see. And what I really so, love is like all of these guys are not without sin because you're they're, they're they're missing a couple. One of them is Dan Baker, who can no longer preach or or sell things anymore because he got fucking arrested for a fucking Ponzi scheme about twenty something years ago. So he can't preach anymore. Yeah, but God forgave him. Oh, of course, God forgave him. He's making a billion dollars hand over fist. Eighty-one years old from Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. Yep. Loving Buck, Texas, with Waylon and Willie and the boys. See, and here's so how did he get all this money? How does he have three spouses? Yeah, can we read that? Uh, Cop- Copeland uh, married Ivy. I can't. I can't see that. But I can't. I don't know. Ivy something. Ivy. Uh, Ivy Bottleford. Well, yeah. I can't read. I'm gonna have to get glasses. Uh, in October 1955, uh, and were the parents of Terry Copeland uh, Pearsons. Pearsons. They divorced in '58. Kenneth married uh, Gloria uh, on April 13th, 1963. Uh, they are the parents of John Copeland and Kelly Copeland Swisher. Uh, Gloria and the Copeland children work for KCN. Yep. Kelly preaches. Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Uh, Dude, so he, where's all this money coming well, right from? Right there, but look, though. He, prior to the conversion of Christianity in, in November 1962, Copeland was a recording artist on Imperial Records. He had a billboard hit, Pledge of Love. Uh-huh. But at the very bottom, following his conversion, Copeland turned to the rest of his life over to gospel and ministry work. In the fall of 1967, he enrolled in Oral Roberts University, where he soon became the pilot and chauffeur for Oral Roberts. Huh. That's probably what got him started right there. Uh, and and the big part of it is God TV. He has two fucking TV networks, okay? One of them which runs uh, 24-7. Daystar. Doesn't Daystar run 24-7? Yeah, that's it. Daystar yeah. runs 24-7. 24-7. It never stops running Christian propaganda. And, like, that's just it. Like, every, every advertiser that comes onto them, um, they all get paid. Then they get paid. And this is all completely and utterly tax-free. That's how they get the money. That's how it piles yeah. so quickly is because it's all fucking tax-free. All right, well, we got to hear this. Let's this do it. Board hit Let's here. do it. Hopefully there's not an ad. Oh, wow. Oh, that's wife-beating music right there. No, that's Kid Rock. It sounds like the beginning of La Bamba. La, 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 bamba. I love you so, I can't <laughs> let you go. I must make you see, you mean more to me than each beat. Boy, music was a lot different back then, huh? I can't live without I want to hear a record scratch. Love. Fucking Biggie come in. <laughs> Oh, wow. I have dreamed of a love. 
he's got that old crooner shit going, didn't he? I mean, he sounds like he's got a good voice. Well, that's one of the reasons. Like, he, he owns radio stations. Like, he owns TV stations. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. Where's my heart? For I can't live without your love. This makes me want to put a pack of smokes in my shirt sleeve and roll it up. Right? It makes me want to go challenge somebody to a drag race. <laughs> call him chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Call him yellow. That's what you call him. Boy, you yellow. <laughs> okay, it's enough. Oh, shit. All right, <laughs> man. It'd be hard to have sex to that song. I, I could still do it. <laughs> well, when you're alone, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a problem not humping to the beat. <laughs> I do too. She'll stop and she'll go. Are you are you are you going to the beat? And I was like, I, I can't stop. I the problem, the problem is when, when the new song hits, it's like. It goes from like that to like you know fucking like dead mouse or something. You, you just get play some Kings of Leon. It's nice. You get a good you get a good bass hit going, man. You start just pounding it. Just boom, 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 boom. It's really bringing the heat. Yeah, I like, yeah. I, like I like the idea that the mic actually picked up the chair squeaking for that. <laughs> Probably good. We usually we usually listen to the chicken dance. Usually the chicken dance. Oh, let's see. What a, what a, do we have any other dumbass songs on here? Action Bronson. Why is that in with that? That's something they've been putting in. If you played something recently, they've been putting it back in there. Oh, it's recommended. Yeah, we oh, play, yeah we played that last week. Blues, uh, the Blues Brothers, shake a tail feather. But oh, don't do that. I just want to see if there's something where actually, they, you know what? There there is another really really weird Christian song. Have you guys heard Big Enough? Uh, the, um, no, but look up uh, crazy thing that pastors have said or something like that i just want to see if there's some crazy shit on here or on on uh on youtube oh like you guys why do i always want to call benny benny hill benny hana then benny you know the name i always get like get those confused Oh, uh, it's because it sounds similar. Hey, it's funny as he just put in crazy quotes and connie was one of the first ones that, that <laughs> Uh, uh, oh yeah, that one. The crazy pastor makes up sins. Uh, God, there's so many of these that are so fucking good. Like it's hard to, it's hard to pick. Jacqueline Glenn, she's actually really funny. This uh, chick. Oh yeah. She uh, she debated one of the more famous preachers, and uh, the guy just could not. There, that guy right there. This guy. That motherfucker. Pastors. Oh yeah. Uh, what's it say? I do not support. Uh, oh. Oh no, trust right. me, you're gonna this motherfucker. If there is ever a garbage human being. This is by God or absurdity.com. Yeah. All the churches who are like, oh, let's just open our doors and just love everybody. Look, no queers allowed in this church. And all God's people said Amen. there's no queer <laughs> Wow. Is that even legal? <laughs> Against such there is no law. No homos will ever be allowed on this church as long as I'm the pastor here. Never! Pastor, I have a really important question for you. Do you think the earth is flat? Hey, Pastor Anderson, do you really think that there used to be giants 400 feet tall? No! What you see in the Hollywood movie is a lie! 
this is the truth. Ooh. And when you come to church, you should expect to hear the truth about every subject. And tonight, you're going to hear the truth about the sodomites. That this is the truth about the sodomites. They're like, oh, we need to pray for him that he finds Jesus. I'm going to pray that he dies and goes to hell. I have no love. Yeah. No love. You say, well, I'm offended. I don't want to ever. Then get out of here. Because you know what? You're not welcome here. Those people, I hope I lose people with this kind of preaching. I hope I lose all the freak, pervert sympathizers. Get out of here. You're destroying America. And speaking of nuts, I have a nut here, okay? Oh, yeah. And this is a bolt, okay? So listen, this is what a normal person does, all right? See, I got the bolt right here. Represent the male, right? Oh, you got Jesus. the nut right here. Represent the female, all right? This is what normal people do. Yeah, okay? they screw. This is what, now let me show you what insanity says to do. <laughs> I bet that's what he looks like. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, you're Stupid. so welcome for this. See, but, but, but people are crazy today. And then here's what they do. They, they say, oh, Pastor Anderson's crazy. And one evil, sick reprobate that none of the other kids will stand up to. Kids do not have the guts to stand up to reprobates. I'll stand up to them. Unlike most preachers that are a spiritual babe in Christ, so they get bullied and picked on by the fags. You know what? They don't bully me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Take me on. Huh? Bunch of filthy sodomites and queers. I'm the one who has the guts to preach against them. And these other preachers need to man up and stand up and say, come on. What are you going to do about it, you big bully? And the reprobates are always bullies, aren't they? They march oh my down the God, street. Dude. They shout this their dude is so off loud. the fucking they're such rails, a small man. Minority, but they're always a minority, and they're always a bully. I think AP bully. just came back to and us. And they always want to cram it down everybody's throat. Well, they're not cramming it down my throat. I bet he crammed stuff down his throat. You know throat. what? I'm glad. You know, I didn't like secretly going to fucking grade dudes. at that messed up school. But in some look ways, that, I'm glad look at that, I did. Look at that facial it hair. made me so mad that I'm still mad, and I still hate their guts. I still hate these reprobates. I still Look hate these sodomites. I still hate these haters of God. Then these see, I, vile perverters. See, I think I think one time in high school, maybe maybe he thought he liked dudes, and some dude fucked him a little too hard. <laughs> well, I think that's a, well, sometimes when people have a, they hate themselves so much, they take that hate and they push it out towards what they really are. Yeah. Like, 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 like this fucking no this dude actually actively called at one point in time he was fucking arrested for this get this this motherfucker actually actively called for all of his gun owning uh past uh whatever fucking followers to go out and kill queers his fucking he was arrested for it oh my god dude he, he called for people that own guns to fight to seek them out in the streets and fucking kill them in the name of god could you imagine if you're going you're dating a girl she's like hey I got, i'm going to church tonight would you like to go and you know you want to get in her pants like yeah i'll go that sounds great and you're sitting down watching this going and she's like amen and you're like <laughs> like this bitch is crazy <laughs> but but you still want to get laid and you're like yeah amen <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Uh, you, you don't turn away from it. it. She says amen one time and it clicks. Like, like I don't, this is going to be some outrageous sex. <laughs> right? Like, she's, it's it's got to be crazy sex. You can bro. do whatever you want. Just do not be a sodomite. <laughs> <laughs> Except like, on Tuesday nights and no fish on Friday. Yeah, but like the, the, this crazy shit, though. Like this guy, he's been arrested several times. Um, 
I know uh, Dan Baker uh, for the Baker Buckets. You seen those guys? That he was he was in prison for a Ponzi scheme. Half of these motherfuckers have been in prison, arrested for hate speech, violence against their wives. Like all these guys, they, they all fucking do this, and yet these people, he has people like you hear them going. Amen. Well, we talked we talked we talked about this on the way over here, and it's it's people. It's not just this, but it's like politicians, and it's like even cults and stuff. Yeah, like people are so weak minded, and they want to belong that they're willing to belong to the wrong thing. I've always wanted to be. I couldn't imagine have someone who's like in a KKK. Like, why? Why do you hate black people? Like, I just don't. There's no other clubs in town. You know, it's. I was trying. To, I was trying to connect a point in my head, and it like that snuck into my ear, and I was like, "Fuck, did you just say?" <laughs> No, but because you know that like we have our own beliefs, we're not gonna bring it up. But like, right. this is where my problem is. We've talked about it since day one. This yeah. is the shit that I. Oh yeah, because I it's it's the same thing when I used to sit next to my real dad in church, and then I got older, and I'm like, dude, he used to go every day. Like he must not have been listening at all. <laughs> no, I mean, I I, I, have, I have zero I have zero problems with religion with you know because i've never i've never you know i went to church a lot as a kid you know i mean we were we were there you know every week and i never had a preacher say that shit i I, I mean it was always it was always you know you know love thy neighbor you know all this and and it was always (laughs) a positive that shit is fucking insane. I don't. I don't know. You know. I've been. I've been, I've been mulling it over in my head. You know, taking the, the yeah. chick takes me to church. You know, I like, come to church if you want to smash. I don't know. I don't. I, I like at the point where he says faggots and queers. I'd probably just take my dick and leave. I don't know. Depending on how long of dry spell it was. Depends on how old you are. Yeah. I mean, obviously older now. Yeah, but I'm talking about like if it's like one of those. Oh, you're like 19, 20 16, years old. 17, 18 yeah. years old, and you're trying to touch a boob or whatever, <laughs> and then you're going to Wednesday night like you stuff or whatever, and he's like, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's great. You really like him." Like, I think you know, you come from a home like this might be able to find some positivity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This day and age, though, you get your phone out. You're yeah. going to stay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, this like, is Mr. Reverend, Pastor yeah. Steven Anderson. How's everybody doing? Great, Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Any queers here? What? <laughs> what? But he didn't say that. He, I, I thought he, he said something else, right? Like that, 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 yeah, that fucked up looking up on your phone. You're like, yeah, great, Mr. Any queers? Huh? What? <laughs> did, what? Huh? Did I, did I miss something? Oh my goodness! No, I was checking my email. What did you say? No, it's just it, it's just great. I, I and I went to uh, I went to a, a church up northern uh, Indianapolis. Whatever, nice people, great. They had coffee, had donuts. It's this new style type church. It was awesome. Cocaine? No, no, they didn't pass that out uh, as the uh, the body of Christ. We do a line or whatever. <laughs> but, Snort the body of Christ. Yeah. So, Chase it with this wine. Receive but, the body. <laughs> The only thing I don't like... Woo! Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sitting in the choir clapping like a motherfucker. God, oh, Jesus! That was great! I can't feel my face! I can't feel my face! It's numb! Take my whole, take my whole debit card. This place is great. But I can't... Can I have another Jesus? <laughs> one more Jesus. One more, I, can, I can still feel my teeth. <laughs> Why are you back in line for <laughs> I have sinned a lot this I, week. I need, I, I need him on my gums. I need him on my gums. <laughs> but uh, I can't stand live music. I'm not, I mean, I like it, but I'm not a big fan of going to live music. Well, you would have handed out cocaine. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like I was sitting in this church and everything was going <laughs> <Jesus> good. middle. <laughs> and then they start playing live music, and then it's just weird watching like people do live music, and especially when they're doing like spiritual live music and they're staring yeah. at you, like they're going like this. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's such a small venue. Like they lock eyes with yeah. the first person that locked eyes with them. Yeah, I got, I got up and left. <laughs> but it was all like it, it was a great place i'm not knocking like it was a great place it was cool people um it's more um modern and right, said yeah, oh yeah. yeah it was really great but i was like i don't want i don't want to hear live music <laughs> I, i'm just waiting it was like oh my god someone's gonna start rapping about god and i am going to go up here and hit him <laughs> <laughs> you let me tell you about <laughs> Jesus! Just hear that fist clap over the microphone. Yo, yo, yo! Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. Reverend, drop the beat. Oh no, God! Imagine like somebody like Dan Baker or like that other who's the who's the old guy like Pat Robertson just trying to beatbox over something. This guy's the fucking DMX of the pastor world. God, dude, this guy must do so much fucking cocaine. Hey, yo, Chris, get out of here. <laughs> I can't, like, I, I'm an energized individual, but I cannot see myself being that passionate about any fucking thing. No. You are what's wrong with this world. I wonder how many how many people, if you follow his congregation home, all live in the same trailer park. They probably do. <laughs> they, think they they pulled the bus up to the front of the trailer park. All right. Time to get him out, Billy Ray. Get him out. Time to go gay hating. <laughs> what a pastor one. It is okay to hit your wife in the mouth. What? Where, where are we? <laughs> Tell you, I'm t- every time, just looking up from your phone, you know, <laughs> beat your wife into submission. Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? But there is chicken afterwards, though, right? I'll stay here for a little bit longer. <laughs> right? Just looking at the looking at the table. Is that fucking? Is that, is that ribs? <laughs> ah, fuck. Whatever. Hey, oh, I got Angry Birds. Are those Betty's mashed potatoes <laughs> or Sue's? <laughs> for Betty's, I'm staying. I swear to God, if I see fried macaroni, I'm leaving. <laughs> right, who the fuck brought the quiche? Fuck that guy. <laughs> this ought to go over real well. Yeah, it should. I mean, that's the funny part. We have to make fun of it. Like, these people are serious about it. Yeah, they are. Like, yeah, I want to I see what their parents are like. Hey, could you imagine they're walking their dog in like, their suburban house or whatever? <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, hey, I... uh I saw uh, saw Steve on TV. Yeah, <laughs> and his mom was like, "I'm proud of him." And his dad's like, "Ugh." Yeah, like his his dad, his mom's like, "I'm proud of him." His his dad's like, "She's proud of him." Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm telling you, Chris like, Farley like pastor goes on anti gay rant. <laughs> Chris Farley type. Oh my god, this guy's awesome. We have the most epic anti gay pastor here. His name is Jim. I hate that these Beach guys can afford these microphones. Bible you know that? Truth Baptist Church. That, that microphone is like five hundred and fifty bucks. It's always funny when you put truth in the name of a church. Uh, this guy is in Griffin, Georgia. Let's watch and also let's try our hardest not to laugh. I'm trying to tell you that God oh, created guy, yeah. Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> say amen right there. I don't care what the government votes on. I don't care what the government legalizes. I don't, and I certainly don't care what San Francisco, California pushes. Amen. Hey, it's not the West Coast. It's the left coast. You better believe that right now. I don't care what the news media pushes and what the public school has to say this bible said 
that marriage is between a male and female. Down by the river. Right. Somebody told me the other day, Brother Ted. Somebody told me they said, Brother Jim, you better watch them girls. It used to be just a church full of girls. Now there's some boys coming in. You better watch out. Yeah, can't can love those penises anymore. We're going to have guidelines and we're going to do it right, praise God. But I am glad normal has kicked in. What the fuck? Yeah. Praise God. Was he praising God or wanted a high five? Oh no! <laughs> like, I can imagine BJ being in the pew. Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, I was about to forearm up his ass. Wait, wait. Here's the thing, though. What isn't gluttony one of the seven sins? And this, yes, this motherfucker definitely doesn't follow that part. I'm gonna thumb through through the shit I like. Oh, I can't be. Oh, now nah, I'm gonna go ahead and be overweight. That's yeah. fine. No, what I love, what I love about this shit, right, is that these are the kind of people that say we don't believe in the Old Testament. We don't believe in the Old Testament. The old rules are dead because Jesus came back and, you know, ratified them. But if you actually read the fucking Bible, Jesus came back to validate the old rules, which means that Leviticus and all these other shit that these guys quote is still in the New <laughs> Testament. Oh, my God. Hitler passed yeah. her. I hope she dies. That's Steve Anderson. Oh, my God. I hope she. <laughs> well, that was a fucking ad. How's there an ad on this one? I don't, How many I don't views? Know, man. Well, it's only I got two hundred thousand views. Uh, secular talk. These guys are these guys are actually kind of cool. I like them. Pastor Stephen uh, Anderson. I'm supposed to oh, bless yeah, that, that person. Here you go. Somebody at work lies about me in order to get the promotion that I should have got. I'm supposed to love and bless that person and forgive them. Somebody slaps me in the face or shoves me out soul winning. I'm supposed to forgive them, love them, and pray for them to be saved. Except right? they're queers. But there are people in this world oh, there we go. that are, I mean, think about, what about some serial killer, serial rapist, child molesters? I mean, would it be wrong to just pray for them to just die and go to hell before they hurt anybody else? Whoa, wrong answer, buddy. <laughs> no, because look, and that's what we wrong see here. Answer. You know, we see them praying. We see David praying for just wicked, horrible, reprobate people. I mean, think about, what if you, what if you were living in communist China? While Mao Zedong was in power, would it be wrong for you to pray for him to die, or for them to be defeated? Where's the Caitlyn Jenner part? Yes, other people are ungodly because you want to have you know righteousness and godliness again. It's and, and look, it's what not to tease it? your personal enemy or anything. No, no, no. It's just that they're That's ungodly, like wicked, long, horrible oh, people. Shit, fuck that. Yes, other people are un. You know, uh, child molest thinks Bible for what he's saying. Huh, I don't know. It's more Old Testament. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, look up a uh, look up a uh, pastor flaming butthole. We have what? the oh, most shit. epic. I'm uh, confused that you actually know remember that title. Yeah. Oh no, it's hilarious, pastor flaming butthole. And I think there's a, I think there's a mix. Do you think it's weird that people tell you how many times they've shit in a day, like friends? Uh, like friends? No, not really. Okay, I was just double checking. Not because like I, like I was talking to my brother the other day, right? And he's going through some medical stuff. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we're going, he's going through some medical stuff, and I was like, "Dude, just talk to me." You know what I mean? Like we're older now. So this is a song. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If this is a uh... James David Manning. I'm the Lord's servant. I'm the sodomite slayer. I'm the son of Satan. The son of a sack of white trash. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
You ain't seen nothing yet. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos <laughs> diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. I got a, a penis injected in the butthole. <laughs> in the butthole of every sodomite. Every sodomite, every sodomite has uh, a penis injected in my butthole. I got a flame coming out of my butthole. Man, they edited oh, the shit out of this. Oh, yeah, they did. It's actually a not that edited. Coming out of the butthole. Jesus, come into my butt. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Oh, yeah. And ask God to come into my butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this, you know, this, this is actually this dude goes on this fucking rant for like five minutes. But it's about all it's homosexuals all, and flaming buttholes. It's just about money. It's all it is. Money and power. Oh like God. we talked about. I talk about almost every week. It's just money and power. It's That's all it all is. That's all it is, man. <laughs> <It's just laughs> those who help or truly help others never tell them to never tell people what they actually do yeah <laughs> jesus coming to my butthole <laughs> comments fire in the hole <laughs> <laughs> now that's a sermon i'd get behind <laughs> <laughs> i got the word in my butthole oh <laughs> uh, uh, have you guys ever seen the farting the farting preacher uh i don't think so <laughs> no oh my god I don't know if we want, I don't know if you want to save that one for after my, the show, but that's fucking hilarious. My name is Pastor Manning. My hole is on fire. I just ate cur I just ate curry, so I have a flaming butthole. My toilet is destroyed. <laughs> Carolina Reaper is a hell of a drug. Yeah, we even got into those uh, videos yet. Oh no. This, like, this is too great, mommy. That reminds me, I once accidentally took a bite of some salsa with ghost pe ghost pepper oil in it. Five hours later, some serious flaming there. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm supposed to be studying for exams. How did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Uh, I'm at work and I'm crying. <laughs> uh, oh my what god! Anything else good here? <laughs> when you eat nothing but Taco Bell for a week, uh, oh, that's all you, BJ. Uh, uh, is there a God? Please let this man get rectal cancer. Damn, that's rough. He's my favorite porn star. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be the first to belch forth a great. <laughs> Gas geyser of flames. I thought they said felching for a second. What is what is, what is felching? I can I am not talking about that again. <laughs> oh god. Black Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I hate, I fucking hate it. Did you hear he's getting sued? No. Yeah, he's getting sued by the Sandy Hook survivors. Uh several of the parents, two of the cops, and one of the FBI agents for claiming that Sandy Hook was a false flag and that they're all crisis actors. Oh wow. He's being fucking. <laughs> when you eat hot Cheetos and you're explaining to people about how it felt when they went to the bathroom, <laughs> it needs more dildo overlays. Sending pastures to preparation age. Uh, let's see. Oh, really? My favorite part is when he said butthole. <laughs> uh, uh, fire in the butthole. This is how stupid people are, too. He really has the worst preaching cadence I've ever seen. Yeah, I, yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> fire to bow. That's what lubricant is for. <laughs> oh, oh my god! This is how you turn yourself into a meme. Uh, burning in burning in his butthole. Was he talking about hemorrhoids? <laughs> Come on! Come and take my butt. 
Who the hell can see the straight face? Yeah. We can't. We can't do it. I found this hard to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's AP's that's comment. That's a winner. That's, that's AP's winner. comment right there. We got it. We found it. All right. I, and I got you, just won, you just won you one just ticket won. with us to hell. <laughs> Congratulations. Get your ticket. <laughs> Climb aboard the bus. Jeffrey, round them up. Round them up. Jesse, we're all going to hell. I just hope everybody else is wrong and I'm right and I'm laughing the whole time. Big guy, fucking told you told you <laughs> he has a huge sense of humor <laughs> oh did I, did I tell you i received my first uh my first death threat as an atheist i can't believe it took this long just as you so as a, me too just as you as a person <laughs> me too <laughs> like i'm like i'm just as surprised as you are like um what's this via like how how did they send it to you uh he uh it was an argument on facebook of course uh because uh I uh, I commented on this video of this kid who's supposed to prove Stephen Hawking's wrong, right? And he he goes through all this. Oh, is that the kid? that's like real smart. He's not. Well, God damn it! Like the science that he's presenting is completely and utterly false. What? Because it well, is, all is, is this the kid that yeah, has really, already graduated college and he's not yeah, even yeah. like eighteen years old? Yeah, yet? he's like yeah. nine or twelve or some <laughs> shit like that. Crazy, yeah. But uh, he he's presenting really really bad science. Well, really, he's fucking fifteen. <laughs> Well, no, this is all shit he's been told because this is all shit that's been disproven, right? Yeah. Time and time and time again. But every time they bring it back up, they just tack on new fucking buzzwords, you know, like, oh, gravity wells and stuff like that and whatever, right? So I, I, I commented and I started, you know, I, I went into why the science is wrong. You know, he goes into, you know, everything, if gravity, if, if gravity affects everything, anything outside of gravity is pure gravity itself. And I'm like, what? what the f- no, that's not how gravity works. And we already have proof that it doesn't work that way because of Einstein, right? Einstein put forth a theory years and years ago that, that gravity travels in waves. And this is one of the ways we can prove the Big Bang is through microwave background radiation and waves traveling through gravity, right? So I'm like, no, no. So I start typing all this out, right? And, and uh, I didn't mention anything about my faith. I didn't, in- I didn't mention that I was an atheist. I just typed out my response, right? So this guy instantly, like instantly just jumps on and starts calling me a piece of shit atheist yeah yada, this is that and i'm looking at it and it's this little picture you know on my phone and it's like this dude in his he's like in his 60s white hair you know whatever family follower of god whatever on his facebook profile and i'm like dude i'm not talking about god i'm talking about science you know i'm like literally proving the science wrong it's yeah. science right <laughs> and this dude just like killing you with science no, it's it's off Anchorman when he tells her he's like men are smarter. It's science. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched the movie. I'm sorry. I hate Will Ferrell. Whoa, no, whoa, whoa. That's that's no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you finish your story, then you're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like I, I'm I'm seriously just I'm, I'm like, dude. Yes, I'm an atheist. The science is bad. But he just keeps going, right? He starts just hammering, just Jesus this and Jesus that, and how you can't prove the Big Bang this and that. And the whole time, I'm trying to be really cool. And I'm like, dude, I'm talking about science. Like, it has nothing to do with God. He's, he's, I'm talking about the oh, science behind it. She blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. <clears throat> uh, I was thinking she's killing me. But, like, in the end, right? Like, I just ended it, right? I was like, dude, I'm, whatever. I'm like, you know, whatever, fucking Leviticus, <laughs> this and that. And, you know, he's, he's spitting all these Bible verses at me. And I'm like, I'll tell you what, the next time your wife talks to you, tell her 1 Timothy 2.12. Have fun with that. And I ended it, right? I was just like, I logged, I just, I, I left the string, I turned off the notifications, 
And then uh, I then I'm going through my phone and I look at my messages and it says needs uh, needs approval. Yeah. So I go in there and it says motherfucker, if I knew where you were, I'd go there and shoot you with my fucking shotgun myself. <laughs> and I was like, the word of God, everybody. <laughs> well, see, word of God. see, the problem is you took the word of God, science, and Facebook, and you made this mistake of of, of entertaining um, people and talking to people on that those platforms. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's you know that was my first mistake. That's kind of like walking to the airport yelling "mom." <laughs> you know, you just you know, you just don't say it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not a fan of Will Ferrell's. I, uh, he stopped being funny after Old School. After that, it's no, just it the same Step, stick. Uh, Step Brothers was great. Actually, there's a movie with. Um, uh, actually, the other guys was funny because he didn't play the same character. But I agree with what you're saying on some aspects. Sex Step Brothers was funny, but it's kind of very similar. But if you there's a movie I can think of top of my head where he gets divorced. Strangers in Fiction. Um, no, it's, that was a Strangers. Oh in Fiction. no, no, I know which uh, Fire Sale. I think it's something like that. But yeah, he didn't play himself at all. No, he that he, was a that was one of my favorite ones. Like, like he he has these moments where he could redeem himself to me, right? Because I have this weird thing. I'm I'm a you guys know I'm a movie critic, right? You guys know I, I judge movies and you know how good they are. You judge everything. Let's just not stop at movies here. Okay. I, I, yeah, I can get behind it. So, uh, I have this weird thing, you know, just like what an actor is to me, what the definition of an actor is to me. It's like somebody that makes me feel something. He, like somebody through their performance evokes an emotion in me. August like, Ames. <laughs> so uh, I know she's dead. I saw her. I'm yeah, <laughs> I was trying to move past that Dude, one. Someone sent me an instant. Someone sent me a messenger of one of those weird ones where it starts with a girl and turns into a penis. Yeah, and I sent I sent it back like, dude, you know she's dead, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. and he's like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. awkward. <laughs> but uh, uh, like he he had his chance with Stranger Than Fiction. Like it was supposed to be a straight movie. It was supposed to be this well-delivered lines, and you know all the trailer fodder that they were feeding us. You know it showed him as a straight man. It showed him delivering really good lines. You know, like when he's in the bathroom and you know she starts narrating and he's like, "Hello," like he doesn't go into the full Will Ferrell's freaking out, tossing shit. And I was like, "Okay, you know what? He might actually not fuck this up." But then in the middle of the fucking movie, uh, I think it's like yeah, I think it's about two thirds into the movie when he's sitting on the curb. And he just starts screaming at the the narrator, you know, like just going full Will Ferrell with it. And I'm just like, dude, you fucked it. Like you <laughs> fucked it. Like you could have had me back in your fucking pocket, and you fucked it. I don't know. I like him. Yeah, I enjoy him. I don't. I I don't watch serious movies anyway. I can't because of my childhood. But thanks for bringing that up. They're uh, <laughs> no dead man. Sorry. I'm gonna turn this around for everybody. Sorry. We're gonna turn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Summertime, sundresses are out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, titties down through their hips. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roll them back up, baby. <laughs> That's what duct tape is for. It's <laughs> on the block, sucked a lot of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's Makes me sick. Lipstick <laughs> catch all you faggots in public. I'm gonna love it. We're Abercrombie bitch. I wonder how many people we lost as fans by this song. <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, we got to do a remix of this song. <laughs> Ever did see Jersey 33? Why is it I look at them and I want to fight them? Uh, I just want to beat their pretty boy asses. Did that, because they got nice around. vagina compared to what like a lot of us had. Wait, wait. What? 2005. <laughs> 
Well, that's when it was uploaded. Because that was out. I was in high school when that was out. Uh, that's a really long comment. Yeah. <laughs> it brings me back to my childhood. Ba -da 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 -da. Well, haven't heard this in ages. Damn. I'm in true nostalgia. All the big kids at school would rock to this. And anything with Eminem, Timbaland, Lincoln Park, Bloodhound, Busta Rhymes, or Lint Biscuit's name slapped over it. Deep side, late nineties, early two thousand memories in the St. Louis area. Wow. All right. If that's if that's like the best music you had in the late nineties in St. Louis. Yeah. They had the St. Louis. Well, Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this person actually knows their names. Get well soon, Devin. This band has the worst luck. <laughs> That's because they fucking suck. It has nothing to do with luck. I'll like, steal your honey like I stole your bike. <laughs> this did, this did, it, was, it was originally written for a black boy band. Daryl says, this song is catchy as hell. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> oh, never seen such a large collection of douchebags in one video. Well, you must not have never watched any of ours. I was like, oh. <laughs> Michael J. Fox was out speaking. <laughs> they wanted, still a better rapper than Lil Yachty. Oh, <laughs> they wow. wanted my, they wanted Michael J. Fox in the video, but they couldn't get him to stand still. Oh, <laughs> fucking with uh, the frame rate! Fucking with the frame rate! <laughs> Little Yachty. I had this incredibly awful song stuck in my head for the longest time, but I only knew one lyric: Chinese food makes me sick, and I finally remembered it. The only reason I, I just was listening to Eminem's old album the other day, and, and I. <laughs> um, What's this? Says, I miss feel good '90s music. I don't care if it's whitewashed. Then <laughs> 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 so we'll get that someone. Uh, I'm black, but I love that I whole late '90s, that. early 2000s boy band era. <laughs> Lol. Oh, what? Are, that's got replies. Oh to God. Same here. Thanks for the uh, comment. Let's see. I was a chola back in those days, but never had any shame bumping that bubblegum pop in my car while cruising. You had a car. You weren't a chola. All right. So here's the biggest thing is what was your favorite song like during this time that you played that you didn't want no idea to know? I know it's going to oh, be hard God, to remember. I had no idea. What, like uh, late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about what boy band song did you listen to? Uh, none. Oh, I don't know oh, so, that. You don't remember? I no, don't I take so. it back. I take it back. I'm fucked up. There was one, Shy. Uh, and it's only because me and my friends used Shy to... Shy is not a boy band. Uh, the song? That's an, isn't Shy an R&B group? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There was, there was one song that me and my friends would sing to try to get them laid. Dude, one of my favorite songs is Summertime by Fresh Prince. I love that song. Summer, summer, summer summertime. <laughs> he has a YouTube series you should watch, and he talks about... He just came out with it. He was working in the studio, and... Some of the things he said was really like you didn't realize all the things that he actually has done because there's a video saying why do why does um, hip hop hate Will Smith yeah. and then this guy goes down and breaks it down everything he's done and it's pretty amazing. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's summertime, summer, summer time. Yeah, but you know, like, like Will Smith finally became an actor for me um, in uh, the one of the worst movies he's ever done, fucking iRobot. I like that robot. Oh well, critically, critically it was terrible, uh, but I loved it. Right, like I was, I remember watching it. And I was dude, like, oh, I, it's just going to be Will Smith being Will Smith. Dude, Bad Boys was a badass movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. that's 
He no. made yes, no. yes, oh yes, no. oh yes. Why? Me and DB used to play this song. Just I, I have it on my iPod oh, for the hell God. of it. I'm playing this, this on the Jeep on when I leave here. This oh. is shit. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, here ladies, we go. Here if we you go. know it, sing along. Oh. Hot on your 97.6 on the FM dial. Smiley Cyrus, part of the USA. There you go. I like that. <laughs> oh, God. This is a song I overdosed to. Everybody looks so famous. I'm homesick. I'm nervous. Radio and the Jay Z song was on, and the Jay Z song was on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. We listen to this so much. Shit. I fly away. My head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the Goat remix? Huh. Don't ruin this. Don't ruin this. We're jamming. <laughs> If you're at work right now, turn it up. Turn it up. I'd have fucked her back then. I do it now. <laughs> I like a little crazy. That's been well documented. <laughs> you go to church, you get the cocaine, you go home, you fuck Miley Cyrus. Oh, there you go. Amazing. I'm going to wear one of those little animal mat hats, too. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm into some dirty shit. You're gonna wear that. You're gonna wear that mask from like the purge. You know what I mean? <laughs> with, the, with the light up shit on it. I'm just gonna stay in the corner until she's ready. <laughs> we should have went after this song. No. <laughs> like I'm, uh, real, I, I'm so. This makes me really happy right now. Like that. That 621 million views. Yeah, it does. Oh god, that was painful. that song always puts a smile on my face. Weird, that could, uh, certif- uh, was it pretty, uh, Vivo certified in March 2000, so it came out in 2009. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, understand man. that. <laughs> Neither Cyrus before she went weird. I'm telling you, look up a uh, party in the USA goats, just put, type in goats at the end. Uh, if this is animals fucking, I'm gonna be very no, there upset. It is, right there, goat edition. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. I hopped up the plane at LAX with a dream in my cardigan. Welcome to the land of who, who she, uh, Am I gonna fit in? Jumped in the cab here I Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. That's yeah. what I was trying yeah. to think of. Hannah Hanna Montana. So nah, that's it. Hanna, yeah, okay. I don't. I don't think that was a. Sh- I don't think that was a fictional there, show. There I think a, that was a fucking documentary. She's just a crazy bitch. There was a good Vine after uh, she did that dance on the uh, VMAs. Yeah, and it's just it shows her dancing, and then it cuts to Billy Ray Cyrus, and it says, "I could have been a better parent." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait for it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, fuck it. Uh, yeah. You know, like what's really funny is like I hear like people try to talk about like rap today, and I'm like, oh, little yachty, little pump, little fuck this, little fucking that, what the fuck ever. I'm like, when the fuck was little ever considered a compliment? Like I don't uh, know about I don't know about you guys, but I'm in that age group where somebody called you little back in the day. You either kicked their ass or you wore it as a sign of respect. Well, well, let me bring up one. Yeah, well, let me bring, the- bring up a counterpoint. Hey, P, I got a little coke. <laughs> I got a little weed. Uh, I said, I said, being called little, not, not what's in your pocket. <laughs> I got a little something first to drink on. You, you got me. See, you got me. I'm just I using like counterpoint. Well, we had who 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 all did we had back in the day? You had little Bow Wow, uh, little Romeo, and who was the other one? I think that's it, isn't it? Was that's just it. A, and they were just kids. Yeah, they were kids. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, who the fuck does? We that? had like, little Master P. Yeah. Dude, who the fuck does that now? I had a little masturbate. <laughs> I used to have to masturbate a little penis. That's right. Then I got older. Then it grew. Uh, I think one of the funniest things I ever did was working at working at that company. Yeah. And uh, somebody tried to show me uh, the Kendrick Lamar. I think it was right. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, dude, he's gonna be the next Eminem." I'm, not, I'm just like, I'm not gonna be impressed. Like, you're not gonna impress me. You can't compare anybody to Eminem. He's like, "No, no, it's gonna be good." I'm like, "Okay, check this out." So we listened to the song, and I was like, "Okay, check this out." I fucking put on Diane Word. Dude just oh, yeah. stood there slack jawed. What was it? Diane Word. Diane Word. Uh, <clears throat> they're awesome. Dude, Kend- Kendrick Lamar just- was actually on Eminem's album. Yeah, yeah. He was on a, a Marshall LP too. Yeah, I mean Kendrick Lamar's really good, but you can't. Well, he, you when, can- and when somebody else writes for him, well, and you can't. He, he, uh, he didn't have a ghostwriter on that. Eminem wrote it. He didn't write his verse now. <laughs> oh, this is oh, that, no, that's a remix. No, 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 no. That's the one. This I mean, one. If, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a Diane word, man, you got to do a uh, uh, "Babies on Fire." That Let's sounds see. positive. I, uh, I'm just gonna click on one. Hopefully, there's more. Um, well, damn. yeah, right there, "Babies on Fire." Where? Oh, you're gonna have to skip the intro. The intro's like three minutes, like two minutes long, though. Yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. And what's funny is my friend Hengel, my my, my marine friend, he's the one who turned me on to these guys. They're from fucking South Africa. Aren't these the ones that accused Eminem of stealing something from them? Yeah. There you go. I think. It is, yeah. It's such a strange fucking amalgamation oh, yeah. of like 80s, 90s, and 2000s rap. Telling you, dude, like that dude, that dude can fucking rap, man. Yeah, well, yeah. He's also a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I read an article uh, with him uh, where he went, where he was hanging out with like Kanye or something, and he went over to play basketball at Drake's, and he's like, he was like the weirdest fucking thing he's ever experienced. 
Oh, you want to, you want to, oh, there it is. I think you freaky right at the top. Yeah. That's AP song. Yeah. I just never got into these guys at all. Sproles is the one that turned me on to this. Like, honestly, like, their whole fucking style is so weird. Like, I can't help but respect it. You know what I mean? No, no. The date. Yeah. So this is so fucking weird. Yeah, this video is crazy. It's like club music. Yeah. But it, like, if you listen to the lyrics, it's no, no, so I did. Twisted. Yeah, I, I spent three hours diving into it after that Eminem kind of thing or whatever. It does make me want to like shake my head like Euro trash. Yeah. Right. You should not be sober and listening to this. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that says like Euro trash pop. Yeah. Like this, like a, this reminds me of a triple X soundtrack. Let's see where he's rapping. I think it's like right after that. Sprouse is gonna be so happy we played this on here. <laughs> What's really cool is they rap through this accent. Yeah. Like, it's such a thick accent. Like, have you ever heard him talk in an interview? Yeah. yeah. Like, he is so fucking thick. Hold oh, no. up! Somehow this goes under the fucking radar, and we're stuck with mumble rap. See, they, uh, they're they done, though. They retired. Who? These people did. The Antwerp? Mm-hmm. They just put out an album. Yeah, they said they were going to retire after it. Oh, wow. That's because they, Because they weren't, they, they're not getting like the, the big publicity and shit. Well, I mean, they, they are kind of hard to market, because you, well, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't pin them, and yeah. Ninja really is unpredictable. Yeah. Like uh, when he, when they were making uh, Chappie, like one of my all time favorite like Neil Blomkamp movies. Every time I watch this fucking movie, that I learn something new about cinematography. You know what I mean? Like that's how good Neil Blomkamp is. Like I've seen District Nine, Elysium, and fucking Chappie. I've seen them all like at least twenty times each. But when they were doing it, uh, to uh, uh, Ninja uh, came to blows with one of the other actors, uh, the guy who plays um, the fuck is his name Rhino. The big dude with the with the Viking hair and the golden AK. Nah, I don't know. Well, he like he's he's been the the guy the guy Rhino. He's been an actor for years and years and years. Right? He's a he's a South African actor, and of course that was uh, that was Ninja's first time acting. And he uh, he spent like six or seven months in acting classes. Right. So when he showed up on set, he started trying to tell. Uh, the guy who plays Rhino, how to act a scene, and they fucking came to blows on set. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this guy really is fucking unpredictable. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Everybody, 
probably over our music episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got re- we got religion, weed, music. Yeah. And uh, then, what, uh, else, what else? What, what, what are we missing here? I don't know. Like we just got a uh, the next couple. Uh, this episode will be out tomorrow, and the next couple weeks will be interesting. We have uh, yeah, because I won't be here. Yep. So I, if you'd like to co-host the show, just send me a tweet or a message or. Um, do, I, do I have to do that now? No, I'm really looking for a hot female. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to come out and say what I'm trying to do, but thanks for making me do it. Yeah, because I, I know to. you guys will show up. I want to see if I can get like buck nasty, buck nasty, buck, buck nasty. nasty. Yeah, love it. All right, well, Dad man, thanks for coming down, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, fuck yeah. I would say any time, but nobody needs that. Nobody, <laughs> no, no. You gonna think it's Uber driver or not? I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> thanks to the Uber driver that brought it, brought him down. I'm beautiful man. He was a beautiful man. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, be sure to follow us on uh, social media. We're on Twitter. Uh, it's at Smugcast Show. BJ's on there. It's uh, uh, at the BJ Robbins. Uh, I'm on there. It's at the Aaron Powell. Dead Man's on there. It's at Dead Man O two O four zero two zero four. Yeah. Uh, we are also on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Smugcast. Uh, you can. You still got Facebook page, don't you? Uh no, I shut yeah, it down. Shut but it down. I'm on Twitch. Twitch, what's your Twitch? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Deadman zero two zero four. I do backlash every Wednesday, and uh, I stream randomly throughout the week, uh, like uh, PUBG, uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, right now, I got stated to K two, so I'm gonna start streaming that soon. Awesome. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Uh, it's at Smugcast underscore Deadman is also under that uh, under the same thing. Uh, you can send us an email. It's at smugcastshow at gmail.com. Um, is that it? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it for now. Uh, big shout out to the sponsors, uh, Budbox DC. Go to their website, budboxdc.com. Uh, promo code SMUGCAST. You're going to get 10% off your first order. Uh, Range of Nutrition, rangeofnutrition.com. Use promo code SMUGCAST. You're going to get 15% off. Uh, My Easy Company. Their website, myeasycode.com. Use promo code SMUGCAST. You're going to get 10%. And as always, big shout out to fucking Repo Records. Uh, Love that guy. They haven't had to fix anything in the last week or so, so, um, but they have before. Yes. He's a beautiful (laughs) man. He is. He is. He is. He has has beautiful eyes. That's right. But that's Repo Records taking the music back Uh, this week. BJ. We are going out to Lynn, Still My Sunshine from the 1990s. That's right, bitches. Bringing in summer. Get your scooters and your tank tops and your Nike hats. All right. Well, until next week, kids. Stay Stay smug. smug.